Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden mother and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hey everyone, we have a special recording session for you guys. Oh, by the way, I'm Amber Garvin and I'm here with my co-host, Kristen <laughs> Hessler. <laughs> And Cindy Murray. (laughs) Hi. And if you can't tell, we are not in our usual studio. We are recording, beep, beep, on location (laughs) from Marfa, Texas. And we're actually... uh, You can't hear that. (laughs) Right? That'd be, that would be funny. Um, we are recording There's from... There's a train going by, in case you can't. <laughs> we're recording from Marfa, Texas, and we're actually rec- we're actually camping or glamping in a teepee right now. And it's so awesome, even though it's wet. Yeah, we're <laughs> staying in... Uh, the place is called El Cosmico, and um, they have yurts, teepees... Other trailers, yeah. Oh, little cute trailers. Like they have them all painted up and stuff. They're very cute. And uh, it's a really cute little camping ground. And there's actually some people camping in regular tents as well. Yes, yes. Um, So we're out here having an adventure as we've taken over Amber's podcast. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) it's been. Nice and rainy, nice and pretty. We got to go see a lot of cool stuff, like the Marfa lights and the Prada Marfa. And we saw a, what did we see, a blimp? Oh, Oh, yeah, that was a, um, it's on the border patrol. A tethered aerial surveillance Mm-hmm. Something or Something other. Something or another. We will put the link on the podcast, on the, uh, heard it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, we're doing, we're doing a lot of cool stuff. We've got some cool future podcasts planned as well. And some blogs about our trip coming up yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. And so, well, while we're out here in nature, and we've been in nature all day, we went up into the mountains and stuff, drove through the valley, uh, we wanted to talk about spirit animals. And if you don't know what a spirit animal is, in certain indigenous traditions, spirit animals are a spirit that helps guide or protect a person on a specific journey. They can present themselves to us in whatever way we are willing to see them. And you may connect with yours through the face of a familiar familiar animal. So, we're going to talk about spirit animals and maybe some techniques to discover your spirit animal. Yeah. Uh... Seems totally appropriate for for sleeping in a teepee, right? Right. Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm kind of excited. (laughs) (laughs) It was just very fitting. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Cindy and Kristen, do y'all have, like, any kind of idea what your spirit animal is? How are you feeling about that? It's really kind of funny because when we started talking about that, I was like, well, how do you know what your spirit animal is, you know? Because I don't know. Now, I know 
Um, people who know me know that I have a, a certain fondness for llamas. Um, when they started becoming kind of popular in pop culture, I somehow wound up collecting some. And, and I love them because I think they're just so cute. So in a way, I think that's part of my spirit animal because mm-hmm. I have, like, I have one that's, it's a little, uh, Thai beanie baby llama mm-hmm. and he sits in my car and it's to remind me no drama llama, um, so that I don't get mad in traffic and I'm, there goes another train and, uh, and you know, so so I relate to that. It's not really my spirit animal, but but in a lot of ways, I relate to that idea. And and in some ways, well, it I've could learned, be. I've learned things about spirit animals because, or I mean, I've learned things about llamas that kind of relate in the way a spirit animal would relate because um, they're kind of soft and cuddly and fun until they're not. And then they mm-hmm. spit. <laughs> right. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, I'm really good until you piss me off. And then I'm really a bad girl. So. Um, <laughs> well, see, that is the first step to discovering your spirit animal is to pay attention to the imagery around you. Mm-hmm. Like what you are drawn to. Uh, maybe symbols that are passed down in your family mm-hmm. that represent animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that like uh, birds have always been a big thing in my family, good and bad. Oh, yeah. So I have always had an affinity for birds. My, my dad uh, was that way with coyote. Um, and actually, it, it kind of branched out into the wily coyote of cartoon fame. But um, that was like his call signs when he did CBs and and all kinds of things like that. So that was that was a a very common one in our family like that. But um, but other than I mean, like in taking it on a more serious. Um, journey to figure out my spirit animal I I have not taken that route yet until the other day and I was kind of playing around online um, just kind of looking to to answer for myself how do you find out what your spirit animal Mm -hmm. is and you know Mm -hmm. I, I read a lot of the same kind of things you did you know that you know just pay attention to what what pops up if uh a or certain, if you have a dream about if you a have certain dream animal. about animals, or if certain animals tend to approach you, um, you know, a lot like you know, like squirrels come up to you and yeah, or things like that. So um, then mine would probably be a cat <laughs> since I have a lot of cats. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I don't know that I've had any any encounters like that except for. That somehow I wound up in this collecting of llamas, and and I kind of include alpacas in that too because mm-hmm. we've had a lot of encounters with llamas and alpacas over the last few years, and it was kind of random and and odd, and so I I just I have little 
artwork things hanging in my studio and stuff like that and and it is it's just a reminder to not let the drama get to me which is something I'm trying to learn and then um and also just to not spit <laughs> nice <laughs> what about you Kristen um well I actually have always wondered what my spirit animal is and I haven't ever like pinned one down i have always loved pegasus and unicorns though oh yes I've you have. always yes. loved them and i've always uh-huh. loved butterflies and um so i always wonder if maybe those were i saw a lot of, my... of stuff about butterflies being a spirit animal mm-hmm. yeah um, they're uh, very like symbolic of transformations uh-huh, and development uh-huh. um they're Butterflies are adaptable, and they approach changes with ease and grace. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that for me, but <laughs> maybe that's why they're my spirit animal, because oh, yeah. I don't uh, handle change with with grace. Um, I actually, um, I think we had talked about this on the um, Oracle Deck uh, episode that we did a oh, while yeah, back. Yeah. Um, I have a deck by um, Philip and Stephanie Cargom. It's called the Druid Animal Oracle, working with the sacred animals of the Druid tradition. And, um, and this one has a really nice breakdown of those spirit guides, uh, spirit animals. And... Um, when they come to you what they may represent you know in those uh-huh. those aspects and and I, I liked reading you know kind of like the the profiles for each oh, one yeah, and, yeah. and imagining like how I could use that in my life um and then I also have a book uh published by Llewellyn the it's called Little Book of Spirit Animals by Melissa Alvarez and this one has even more animals. There's probably over a hundred animals in here. I mean, there's termite and tick. Oh wow! And yeah, all kinds of bizarre animals. There's um, even some like the unicorn and and oh. stuff that are uh, like Loch Ness monsters in there too. So. Um, Maybe it's more unique animals that are uh-huh. not just, you know, the mainstream, you know, snake, rabbit, cow, seahorse, you know. Right. Um, and so I do randomly flip through that one because each animal has its own page. It is a really small book. It's only like four by six inches. Um, but it's pretty thick. Um, and so I'll just randomly pick it and like thumb through uh, they say that there's like some little meditations that you can do to, um, you know, invite your spirit guide to introduce themselves to you, your spirit animal oh, yeah. uh-huh. or spirit guide. Um, I kind of, I think of them as one and the same in right. a lot of sense. They're just an animal variety of right. spirit Right, it's guide. a manifestation yeah. in an animal yeah. form. Right. And, um, a lot of people say that, like, whenever your spirit guide is trying to talk to you, they will manifest in an animal. Um, you'll see that motif 
in your life. Maybe right. not necessarily like in real life. Like obviously I'm not going to see a real living unicorn, but I might see that motif in places I'm least expecting it or when right. I need it. Which was the, like with me with mm-hmm. the 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 llamas, mm-hmm. you know. Um I first started seeing the llamas when I first started dealing with my mother and her um dementia and and some of those things and trying to not let myself be pulled into the drama but just stay calm and and take mm-hmm. care of business mm-hmm. you know and uh, so yeah I, I can kind of see that I wonder what um if anyone ever feels like absolutely only this animal is their spirit animal you know oh yeah or, the one only mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. or are there others or do they come and go come and go in I your feel like time? they do come and go uh-huh because when I was a kid and we raised rabbits I had a lot of like rabbit motifs in my life mm-hmm. and I loved rabbits my son and had a rabbit everything thing. and yeah. like there was a big phase of rabbits and now I don't really feel that affinity towards rabbits uh-huh. anymore. And then I also went through a phase of life where I really, I still like them, liked owls. Oh, and yeah. I collected everything Same. owl. Mm-hmm. But um, now, like, I'm really, you know, not on the owl. Uh my spirit guide currently or what my the motif that's always recurring in my life is the raven mm. not just because of the poem in Edgar Allan Poe but it is just uh something that has been around in the last couple of years mm-hmm. but then also i have a lot of cats so there's also the cat motif in my life yeah, I could see that very much, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned that I had done some research, and mm-hmm. I found a little website, and I'm trying to find it again. Um, it's called spiritanimal.info. I will link that on, heard it on the podcast. And um, the first time I did the quiz, I um, I wound up getting the snake, and I immediately out of hand rejected that idea and um and Kristen and I were talking about that uh and you know because of um that that was probably because of my Christian upbringing and the connotations of the snake being sneaky and evil or whatever and um but there are also some points that that Kristen mentioned that um, were also mentioned in the description of the snake, like a snake shedding its skin being a, a motif for uh, transformation, you know, mm-hmm. and growth and mm-hmm. things like that. And that in some ways is very much me at this point in my life because I am actively seeking to grow and transform myself um, in in certain ways, and so I can see where that would be, you know, appropriate. I guess mm-hmm. is um, is what I'm looking for. Uh, I don't know how accurate this little test is, and you know, obviously it's just a a little internet quiz. The second, 
I did it a second time and I actually got the tiger um, and the the tiger's emphasis is on raw feelings and emotions and um, they they represent primal instincts unpredictability and the ability to trust yourself um, you may enjoy dealing with life matters spontaneously trusting your intuition and acting fast when needed and that I absolutely do not <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not I I'm not a spontaneous person I do not um, do things without planning it very carefully I'm very much a stickler for schedules and routines and plans so I'm not sure how what question I answered in there that led it towards that but I I absolutely do not relate to that one at all maybe but maybe that's why it came up. Maybe that's one that I need to learn from. I right. need, need to learn to be more spontaneous and to kind of fly by the seat of my pants, um, which is a very uncomfortable position for me. So. Yeah, same thing. Like So, like, the Pegasus, when you think of Pegasus, they're really beautiful, regal. Um, they're pure, Right? They're mm -hmm. innocent, they're gentle, and they have grace. And so, like, the Pegasus, that one, I don't relate to that at all. I'm not gentle, nah, nor do I have any grace. I'm very sloppy and I stumble. Well, and, well that's yeah. not necessarily true I, either, though, well, because you, you took ballet and you were a very graceful well, ballerina. I know how to be graceful, but that doesn't mean that I am graceful. <laughs> Okay. So, and that's where I say, like, yeah, I could see where, like, maybe when I see the Pegasus, it's just, you know, mm -hmm. a little reminder. Right. Like, you know. Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, have, uh, I was looking up the, the meaning of, like, the, and symbolism of the raven. Uh-huh. And, uh, the raven is, like, a, uh, spiritual protector. Um, they have very complex and interesting qualities, uh, higher intuition and intelligence. Mm -hmm. The raven often pops up in transitional period periods of your life, and I, that's definitely oh, yeah. what I'm you're, going you're through right now right. is a transitional period. Uh, they also represent psychic abilities, interesting uh, visions. People that uh, recognize different energies around, different vibrations. So, like, it basically, it represents change. Okay. And I've okay. been going through a lot yeah. of change in my life. So, I can see how it is very prevalent in my life right now. So, cool. did one of you say you took a quiz? Yes, that was me. I did a quiz online at, um, let me look at that name, spiritanimal.info. 
Hmm. Spirit um, animal. I wonder if info. that's the website I've been on before. It has like a long list and it looks very familiar. Like that? I think yeah. so. Yes, I've been to that one. They have like hundred animals listed on their website too. Cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like looking at the book but not buying the book. <laughs> There's another one yeah. that you can go to called spiritanimals.org. Oh, okay. And they have different like uh, ways like... um. You can even, like, look up specific spirit animals for your birthday, like your birth oh, date. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, mm-hmm. mine is the starfish, and I do mm. love stars. Oh, that makes sense because, you know, the, like, numerology, right? Your birth date has mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, number that it's assigned to, and there's also animals and things mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, Kristen, yours is the hamster. Really? Yes. Wow. I do feel like I spin my wheels a lot. Okay. Okay, so what is mine? Okay, Cindy, what's your specific birthday? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Yours is the zebra. Oh! (gasps) No way! Wow! Okay, so the crazy thing about this, um, when we were talking about colors and um, color theory and stuff, and we were actually talking about this during a zoom call with my craft friends the other day and my um in my early 20s when i was a single mom i had this love for contemporary modern furniture um you know like the sweetest furniture and things like that and or maybe we talked about that on the maybe that was the blog about home decor i can't remember or the, the podcast about home decor. But I had this love for black and white, stark black, white, um, very functional uh, pieces and things like that, and zebra print. And I loved zebra print. And so that's really funny. that You even dressed up as a zebra I, for Halloween. I did. In fact, I... I posted that on one of my crafty neighbor blogs about Halloween costumes. Halloween costumes. Yes, homemade Halloween costumes. I was um, head to toe, face paint, the whole nine yards. The whole day went by and people didn't know who I was at work. So um, <laughs> that was They that's didn't know fun. you were Cindy. Yes, yes. yes. Because you look so much like a zebra. Yes. That's so so crazy. it was it was very fun. So what's the hamster one though like? <laughs> oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Oh, it does not. That the hamster is not clickable. For oh, some <laughs> I am not clickable. Yeah. <laughs> no access. Yeah, that is very like true. A... I keep my walls up. <laughs> and I spin my wheels regularly. I don't know. Is there a hamster in your little book? And I Kristen? drink I drink oh, yeah. water one drop at a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I bet there is. Um is there an index for these? There's one in here that I They're keep not looking alphabetical? at. No, they're based on Oh, themes. the type of... Um, but uh, zebras, um, going back to zebras while Kristen's check. looking hers up, uh, zebras represent individuality wow. because not, like, what? 
the um I know zebras all look alike, but each stripe no, is different. different. They are very different. So uh, each tri each stripe has a different pattern if you look mm -hmm. at them up close. No so um, having zebra as a spirit animal means that you uh, need to embrace your true self and your differences from others. Well, and I do that. I think I'm. I I feel I'm quite unique <laughs> there are no hamster in this book what's the oh. other one gerbil i don't think there's no gerbils either. are not the same as a hamster yeah well darn. maybe rodent mm. but then a lot of things they follow daddy long legs ew so no hamster but there's daddy and long ticks. legs yes. and ticks yes and termites yeah i know right <laughs> So, uh, so apparently you can have a daddy long legs as your spirit animal, but you can't have a hamster, according to Llewellyn. I'm, I'm trying to look and see if I can coral. find one here. A what? Coral. You're going to have coral. Oh, yeah, because coral is a living organism. Oh, because yes. it's not a plant. It's not huh? a plant. No. You're right. Ooh, there's the... cockroach. Ew, gross. Cobra, cockroach. chipmunk. Clam. Although cockroach could <laughs> <Clam>. probably <laughs> represent your ability to make it through all problems and survive, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Catfish. Hamsters are highly oh, energetic. Uh, they're so cute. They are. <laughs> your totem is the hamster. You two. Have an intense, fiery, artistic nature that just never gets taken seriously. Hmm. Interesting. Now, you yeah. you are fiery. You are mm -hmm. definitely fiery. And you're definitely artistic. Um, and sometimes you're a little intense. <laughs> and it doesn't say that others aren't taking it seriously. It just says it's not taken seriously. Maybe just, I don't take my artistic... Oh, abilities seriously people That's with the hamster totem animal are highly energetic there there you go spinning your little spinning your little wheel there um if you go out with them for a night on the town be ready to keep going until dawn what time is it y'all <laughs> <laughs> very very late very late yes um that's interesting that is very 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 interesting hamster huh Oh, and this is, I love the hamster commercials, too. Oh, in the cars? The yes. PSOs. I was just saying, they're so <laughs> do-you-da-dippity. <laughs> Anyways. And the hamster so. dance, right? Yeah. I missed that. That was dumb and fun. Wow. And annoying. It was a really great way to annoy people. Oh, all right. That was funny. I want to know what everybody else's I know, spirit right? animals are. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Do you have a spirit animal? You know, share it with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, follow us on our Facebook group, MMC Chat. And um, comment on our blogs. Let us know what your animal totem is. Do you dream about a certain animal? 
has does your family have an animal representation and let us know check out the websites we provide and let us know what your spirit animal is mm-hmm. oh and if you've been to marfa we would love to know what your thoughts are on marfa yeah and yeah. check Did out our like blogs it? we'll have mm-hmm. some interesting comments on our little trip yeah. and yeah and if you're ever looking to stay in a tp hit up el cosmico in marfa texas yeah yes definitely so, what are we talking about next week? <laughs> I don't know. We're out of order. Hold <laughs> on. Um, oh. That was Adeline Amber <laughs> asking questions no one knows the answers to. <laughs> this is the question we always ask. Produce in season. <laughs> it's like corn recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Produce in season. Oh, right. Because September, we're you know hitting. Oh yeah. Uh, you know the end of summer and and um, eat your veggies. Oh yeah, yeah. Or fruit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Eat your fruits and veggies. Something Mm -hmm. that uh, I need to do more of. Yeah. Okay. So produce produce in season. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check us out and check out our next blog, I mean podcast and blogs, and blogs. Uh, Produce in Season, and uh, we'll be at you with uh, another On Location podcast coming soon. Um, what else? Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Cake Mix Studios. Yes. And, um... Creative yeah. Audio Tech. Yeah, especially for this episode in particular, we're using some very special equipment so yes, that we wouldn't some, have to... Yes, some more uh, portable recorder. Yeah. yeah. And so that's... If you hear a little bit different sound quality than what you're used to, that's why, because we're using a, a portable field recorder. And um, and it's probably picking up all the highway noises out behind or us. Or it's and not, and you're wondering why the heck we, we were saying beep, beep, honk, yes. honk. Yes. Well, <laughs> we can hear it. We can <laughs> hear it. It's pretty loud. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm probably going to have to use uh, earbuds in, my, in this teepee. In right? this teepee so that we can sleep. Um, but the fan kind of helps, too. We had to turn the fan off so we could record. But yeah. um, but it's, it's a fun experience being in the teepee. Um, fun experience being here in Marfa so far, and we Ooh, look forward to and sharing And we that. are, um, that you mentioned another location we would be recording. We are going to be staying in a haunted hotel soon. Yes. Yes. And um, so we will be recording an episode there. So that is definitely yeah, be on the lookout for yeah, that. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Comes out episode. in October. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about horror movies That'll at a haunted hotel. At a ho- haunted hotel. <laughs> and Cindy will be going, you're going to make me not sleep tonight. Red rum. Red rum, red rum. That one didn't scare me. The I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I didn't used to be scared. I used to love Stephen King, too. So I read all those books oh when I was in junior high. So, yeah. 
<laughs> I remember watching like all of those movies when I was a kid and uh, I would be sitting in my mom's lap and then like something bad would happen and I would sit behind her recliner oh. and poke my head around and watch the TV. <laughs> That's... Well, we'll have some fun things to talk about then yeah. on that podcast. Yep, yep. All, all right. All right. Well, we will not see you, but... Uh... <laughs> Hope to hear from you soon. Hear from you soon. Hear from you soon, yes. Bye. Bye.